For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. 99 bottles. Of, no, sorry, wrong one. Hey, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show, episode 99. So excited about this. Next week is episode 100. We have to figure out what we're going to do. This is going to be exciting. All right. What if I told you I became an art major and I found the needle in the haystack? Do you know what the needle, you know, do you, by the way, do you see my art here? Where are the needles in the haystack? One, two, three, four, five. Where are the listings in your marketplace? Where are the needles in the haystack of your marketplace today? I want to talk to you about one of the most obvious ones. And I was shocked. Here we are, 99 episodes in, and there is not one Tom Ferry show covering this topic. Shame on me. Expired listings, my friends. Expired listings. Expired listings. Expired listings. Now, some of you are about to shut this off, and I'm going to explain why. So stay with me. Why do most agents not go after the needle in the haystack? And the simple answer, my friends, is their fixed ego mindset tells a story about expireds. If you're watching this and you don't work expireds, now I'm going to assume you're not in Europe, you're not in New York City where there's no MLS, that you're in every other marketplace around the world, you're not in northern Canada or eastern Canada where it's against the law for everybody else. If you're not working expired listings, it's only because the story that you tell yourself comes from a fixed, righteous, egomaniac mindset that either declares expired listings somehow bad human beings, bad people, or worse, you blame the other agents that actually work them. That, that Sarah, there's actually a population of agents that they blame and make wrong agents that work expireds because they listed the house, it didn't sell, the contract ended, and someone else followed the law and legally went after them and called them and asked for the business. And agents actually, some, not all, probably not anyone watching the Tom Ferry Show, but some people, they actually get mad about it, right? And, and my, my mindset is, well, first of all, take responsibility, if that's you, like, get an extension, sell the house, price it correctly, serve the client. You with me? Like, they shouldn't exist, but they do exist, and for so many people, it's an enormous opportunity. So I'm gonna assume the vast majority of you watching this, that's not you, but do you know an agent that, that said, like, if you go, hey, we're gonna call expireds in the office, that they actually get angry, right? There's people like that that actually get angry instead of saying, these people need to be served. Like, that's my mindset. They're clients that need to be served and they're massively underserved. So let's talk about that. The second reason why people aren't doing it is their fixed mindset stops them because of F-E-A-R, fear. The fear because they don't know what to say to the client and the agent probably takes it personally whether it happened or not, they hallucinate the rejection, they hallucinate the objections, they hallucinate the fear because someone else told them a story, oh, calling expires is hard and those people are mean and angry. Let me paint a, 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 maybe a different point of view for you. Could you imagine if you were single, right? So just go with me on this, especially I'm married, right? Just imagine you're single and 
you, you fall in love with someone, you're inspired by this person, or you're enamored with this person. It's the early stages of the relationship, oh, right? And they say, hey, let's meet for lunch. And you're like, love to, great, outstanding. You're not fully in a relationship, you're not deeply committed, but it's the early stage. You with me on this? And they say, sure, love to meet you for lunch, and they say, let's meet at noon. And you're fashionably late, you show up at 12.05. They're not there, supposed to be there at noon. You're like, hmm, you look around. You text them, hey, I'm here. They don't respond. The person walks over and says, if we don't take the table, then you're gonna lose your seat, so you need to go ahead and sit down now. And you're like, oh, my person is there. Oh, okay, well, I'll take a seat. Hey, I'm, I have to sit, because the, you know, the restaurant's really busy. But you know, like, hey, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Have you ever done this before? Has this ever happened to you? And all of a sudden, you sit down, and it's like 12.15, 12.20, 1225, the waiters walk by six times, you've had four iced teas, three glasses of water, and at this point, how are you feeling? You're either scared, oh my God, are they okay? But 99% of the world, you are furious because there's an unmet expectation happening. We were supposed to meet for lunch. You were supposed to sell my house. And then as I'm sitting there, I look over and this very smiling-eyed individual looks at me and says, hey, you okay? And I'm like, oh, I just kind of had I'm like, you mind if I join you? And you're like, sure. And they sit down and they're like, you know, maybe you're sitting at a bar, who knows, right? And they say, hey, so you know, what's going on? Well, you know, I have this date and the person didn't show up and all men are evil and all women are flakes. And they start telling these stories, labeling all human beings as X. Right? They're having that emotional experience and they're sharing it with a total stranger. You know what that reminds me of? When we call expired listings. We're calling someone who's had an unmet expectation, who now has a rise in emotion. They have a rise in emotion. We were trying to move. We wanted to be there in 120 days. It didn't work out. My agent made these promises. They didn't deliver. I had a date, I showed up late, they didn't respond, they never responded, they didn't show up, I'm pissed. Doesn't that make sense? Now here's the key distinction. We take it personally because we don't know what to say, and worse, the agent takes it personally. They accept the transference of emotion. I'm that person sitting at lunch, and I'm telling this person, you know, all men are evil, you know, women are flakes, or whatever the story is, because this person didn't show up on the date for lunch, and I'm sharing that, if this person over here accepts all of that emotion, guess what? Oh, they're dead. But if they're more like mental Aikido, the person throws a blow, and instead of like fighting fire with fire, you with me on this? Instead, I wish somebody could throw a punch, like you grab their arm and you do this, you take their energy and you help them make a better decision. That's why the very best people work expired, because they know what to say. They know what to say. They recognize that that customer is not mad at them. They're mad because their home didn't sell and they've got this massive unmet expectation and potentially now, three, four, five, 80, people are calling and saying, hey, I'm sure you figured out that your home computer's expired listing and I was calling to see. You with me on this? Like if you just put yourself in their shoes and then you use some of the secrets and tips that I'm gonna talk about today, you're gonna find the needles in the haystack and more listings than you know what to do with in your marketplace. So do I have your attention metaphorically? And, you're right, are you with me on this? So let's take a look, ready? How do you win? First thing I would tell you is make a choice. You can work all of them, or what I recommend to many of our clients is just cherry pick. 
right? Cherry pick. Like, if you watched this video and then stopped and you went back, I don't know, to the beginning of the year and maybe even to December or November, and you went into your MLS and you pulled up all of the expired listings here, you would see tens, if not hundreds, if not a thousand properties that were on the market that didn't sell or they expired or they canceled or they withdrawn or something, right? You're gonna see all this data and you can either work all of them or you can cherry pick, which is, I tell my clients, go through and look and say, huh, these two are in my farm. That one is near my, near my friend's house. I sold the house down the street from this one. I know that community, I know this price. I have a buyer for that house. And all of a sudden, you see the needle in the haystack. You with me? You see the needle in the haystack. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now, let's, let's upload this form. This is download Tom Tool's case study. Tom Tool, one of the best agents on the planet. Big shout out to Tommy and so many others. Uh, he had $525,000 in GCI from expireds on a $3,000 a month investment in terms of his marketing. And, you know, he uses some of the different service providers, Mojo and others, to get the leads and call the leads. But, you know, it represents 38 to 42 closings a year, six to nine appointments a month. And everything he does is all here, including all the marketing, if you want to work all of them. If you want to cherry pick or you just want to, Grab two or three in the marketplace. Grab two or three needles out of the haystack. Here's the two things you need to do. Number one, I wrote down two secrets. One, you gotta have the right, what I call elicitation questions. You need to, you need to ask questions in a way that honor where the customer is at and also recognize where they wanna go. So there's a whole bunch of scripts. They're inside here, they're on tomferry.com. You know, scripts and dialogues is not the issue. Tom's got a bunch in our case study and you can get them on my website. Here's a few important questions. So Sarah, role play with me. You're an expired. I've already built a little rapport, asked a few questions and I say to you, Sarah, you know, yesterday your home was on the market. If I brought you an offer to sell your home yesterday with the terms that you were desirable to you, where were you guys moving to? Irvine. You were moving to Irvine. Tell me more about that. You know, get a little rapport. Why Irvine? What was the reason? Who? Oh, you wanted to be closer to your family, right? Blah, blah, blah. The commute's too long. I, I get them to remind themselves of why they were moving in the first place with this, if I brought you an offer yesterday, where were you moving to? If I brought you an offer yesterday, where were you moving to? If I brought you an offer yesterday when you were on the market and this was available, if I brought you an offer two weeks ago, 10 days ago, 37 days ago, when your home was on the market, where were you moving to? If I brought you an all cash, perfect terms, ready to go, no brainer offer, 31 days ago, where were you moving to? We have no idea. We didn't know where we wanted to move. Mm. Warning, warning, warning. You can't help a person that isn't motivated. You with me on this? If they don't know where they're going, you need to say, well, tell me, what were you going to do if it sold? Well, we wanted to downsize, we wanted to rent nearby, we already own another investment property. So you need to discover, right? Discover, help them solve the problem, figure it out. Then I ask, so Sarah, if I sold your home in the next 30 days, would you still like to move? Absolutely. If I sold your home in the next 30 days, would you like to move? If I sold your home in the next three days, would you like to move? Well, what are your guarantees? What are you gonna do? Well, well, well. So, so if I could sell your home in the next three days, would you be willing to meet me for 20 minutes to show you how we sold 31 homes last year, 10 that were previously listed by other agents, just like you, sold with us for 99% of the ask price 
in 23 days on average, and every one of them gave me a five-star review. Would you be willing to spend 20 minutes with me so I can show you how we sold 31 homes, three homes, 17 homes, 1,700 homes, two of them, 11 of them, one of them, just like you, had listed with another agent and it didn't work out. And I can show you how we sold the property in 23 days, sold it for 99.7%, whatever the number, you know, whatever the number was, of list to sale price, and I got a five-star review. I mean, if I could, would it be worth 15 minutes of your time? What are they gonna say? Yes, but here's an important distinction. Remember this? The agent takes it personally. When I call that person, Let's say they've been called by seven other agents and they just happen to answer the phone, or let's say I'm the first person that calls them or knocks on their door or makes that connection, and they're like, oh, my home didn't sell, oh, the date didn't show up, and I've been sitting here for 20 minutes. The unmet expectation is still there. You must remember, like, like if you had a balloon and you blew up the balloon, the balloon, metaphorically, is that client's emotion that they've gotta get out before they can move forward. It's like, it's like in sales and influence. I can't start in an angry state, right? And then move directly from anger to influence and positivity. I must relieve the anger, let the balloon empty, get back to a state of neutrality, then go back to what's possible. You can't make the jump from anger to possibility. The anger has got to go away. Can you think about a time in your life where you had to, Calm down, let it all out before you can clearly see the path. Does that make sense? So you need to take it on like this. The more angry they are, the more motivated they are. The more angry they are, the more upset they are, the more perturbed they are, the more their desire is to sell. And if you can remove the emotion from that and ask the right questions and have in your heart and in your head, my job is to listen and let that balloon empty so I can get them to a place of neutrality so then I can help them. Put out your lifesaver. You are a Jedi. You with me on this? And so many of our clients are, and I want you to be too, whether you're working all of them or you're just gonna find the needle in the haystack. Maybe I should have had a cherry tree there now that I think about it. Cherry picking, right? So that's the question. But the last one is this. I believe that everyone does what they do for their own value set, their own frame of the world. You understand that, I understand that. People do what they do because they look through a frame of the world and say, this is how it is. So the most important question I need to ask that expired listing, and quite honestly, any potential buyer or seller you meet with is the value elicitation question, what's important to you in the next agent you choose? So Sarah, you've been on the market for 127 days and you're upset, and I've got you to a place where you're open to listening, so before I meet, I wanna know what's important to you in the next agent you choose? What's important to you in the next agent you choose? Now, what you're gonna get, there's, there's, we should probably do a whole video on this. There's basically five meta models of how the human mind makes a decision. We know about things like pain or pleasure. We know in this case, what I'm looking for is number two, sameness versus difference. Do you know anybody in life who's dated multiple people, but as an outsider looking in, you actually see that they dated the same exact person in five different bodies. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
that person has a value called sameness in relationships. I'm looking for people that are just like this. I know people that only go to the same restaurant all the time because their value is sameness for food. I also know people that date a wide variety of people, like to work a wide variety of lead sources because they love the differences. What's important to you in the next agent you choose? Look, we're just looking for somebody different. Is that going to alter my presentation? Is that going to alter my marketing? Is that all, all I'm going to alter how I present myself? Might I then go to that other agent, their Zillow page, rip everything I can, go to their marketing page on their website, see everything I can so I can articulate a clear and measurable degree of separation, a difference. But what if they say, look, my last agent was awesome. I'm just looking for something that can get it sold. That's sameness. That's sameness. I want, you know, they were awesome. Love the company, love the brand, you know, friend, whatever, blah, 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 whatever it is, right? They want sameness. So I'm gonna show up with sameness, but slightly different. Sameness, but slightly different. Sameness, but slightly different. Let me show you. Come over here, Taz. The real second secret, the, the way that people are winning is what I call case study marketing. Now, I know this is written out. This is probably gonna be one of those situations. I don't even know what camera I'm looking at, so I'm just gonna keep going here. I want you to imagine that this, and I blew it up big, is like on a flyer like this. And I maybe have two of them, five of them, seven of them, all explain. Watch this. So I sit down with the sellers and I say, I want to show you several properties that were in a similar situation. Here's 123 Banana Street. They were listed with two prior agents prior to putting their home on the market with me. They were actually on the, on the market for 393 days and they had obviously zero sale. So that customer was very frustrated. They were listed by Team Ferry. After expiring twice, we finally were the third agent. We executed our marketing plan, Sarah. We got 13,000 online views between YouTube and Facebook and Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com and everything else that we do. We had 92 agents come through the property and preview it, even though it had already been on the market for 393 days. We got 92 agents to come back and look again at this property. We had 173 buyers come through the open house and talk to our agents about this home and others. And we ended up right here with three offers. Three offers. We ended up selling the property for 99.7% of the list price. So the seller was blown away and we sold it in 21 days after being on the market for 393 days with two other agents. Pretty cool, huh? But that's not the best part. The seller wrote us a five-star review on Zillow. Here's what it says. Tom Ferry's team blew us away. We were on the market with two other agents. And then I show them two more, five more, 10 more, 27 more. Now, what do we know? You look at last week's show, what's influencing people, how the world is changing. You look at the Google show we did where we talked about trust and experience and track record. At the end of the day, my friends, the needle in the haystack is sitting right in front of you. It's probably on your phone. It's called the MLS. It's definitely on your laptop. It's definitely on your desktop. It's called the MLS. Will you just take the time to look back the last two months, three months, two days, five days, whatever you want to do, and make the decision. Do you have it in your heart and do you have it in your head to go serve those clients, to go help those clients? Can you build 
one of these because sometime in the past you sold an expired listing. Can you build five of these? Can you build 10 of these? Because this, my friends, gives you bravado and confidence because you have done it before and you can serve them again. Can you handle the emotion like the person sitting there at the restaurant waiting for their date to show up? Can you handle that unmet expectation, not take it personally? Can you ask the questions that unlock the possibility inside the client and take advantage of all the needles in the haystack? Episode 99 in the can. Can't wait for number 100. I want lots of comments, lots of feedback. You're probably going to want to share this. This is probably an office meeting if you're a broker manager because the opportunity not only to help these agents get out of their fixed mindset and get back into a service mentality and a pro-growth mentality, how important that is, but maybe culturally as a company, you declare as a broker, no more expired listings, extensions on everything, get everything sold, get it priced correctly, but that's a whole other show. Thanks so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters. And at the end of the day, now more than ever, knowing where the needle in the haystack is and grabbing it absolutely rules. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>